Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Volvacious. Vulva, the external parts of the female genital organs. Okay, so before I get started, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's listening. I'm really having a lot of fun with this, and I hope you guys are learning a lot and having fun with me. And yeah, so I really just appreciate that. Share this podcast if you want with your friends, your parents, your dog, your pastor, your priest, etc. That would be great. Don't forget that you can follow me at Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and you can email me at VolvaciousPodcast at gmail.com. Quick self-promo right there. Okay, so today's episode, I wanted to talk about what it means to be sex positive. I would consider myself to be pretty sex positive, but I kind of just throw that term around without really addressing what it means. So today, we're going to address what that actually means. So being sex positive is different for everyone, and it can be interpreted in a lot of different ways. For a lot of people, it means feeling comfortable in one's own sexual identity and with others and having a positive attitude towards sex and sexual behavior. It's basically about not judging people because they have sex or they don't have sex or the way that they have sex or the way that they identify sexually or with gender. Basically saying that there's no judgment. Another part of being sex positive is being open to learning more about sex and sexuality, sexual activity, and intimacy in general. Learning about what's associated with intimacy. Another super important part of being sex positive is understanding the importance of safe sex that's physically emotionally and psychologically and that's really really important and a big part of being sex positive is being sex ed positive promoting sex education and not just abstinence education which a lot of schools do or fear-based sex ed that doesn't really do much for anyone so you gotta just talk about sex like it's a normal part of life because it is a normal part of life and there's no reason to talk about sex like it's taboo. Although it is, it is taboo talking about sex. Not a lot of people like to talk about it. It's uncomfortable. It's regarded as something dirty and shameful, but it doesn't need to be that way because lots of people have sex and lots of people want to talk about it. And you don't have to talk about the dirty details unless you, you can do that if you'd like, but it's important just to talk about what sex is, what it isn't, what's important about sex. So things like consent and safe sex, like I said, using condoms, contraception, learning about STDs and STIs, just general good safe sex practices that ensure the safety and pleasure of yourself and your partner or partners. So that's what sex ed really should be. Unfortunately, that's not what it is today, but sex really is a normal part of life. We're all here because of it, and that's how humankind continues is because of sex. But sex isn't just for procreation. Sex is for pleasure. And another part of being sex positive is identifying that and recognizing that and contributing to the discussion around that. A lot of people enjoy having sex but don't want kids one day or they're not having the heteronormative sex that we are used to seeing in pop culture and in health class. That kind of sex is still sex. Gay sex is still sex. Just because it's not always a penis in a vagina does not mean it's not sex and by identifying sex as something that's just procreative, taking away that aspect of a lot of people's identity and identity is really important. It's important to recognize that sex is for pleasure and intimacy and 
and connection and fun if you want it to be fun, which it should always be fun. Don't just harp on the babies. If you want that too, that's awesome, but you know, everybody's got their wish. And you don't even have to be sexually active in order to be sex positive. It's about understanding that sex is normal and it doesn't need to be demonized or judged. You can be a virgin for the rest of your life and that is awesome. That is great. And you can be a person that has a thousand partners and that's also awesome and that's also great. Whatever you choose to do is your choice and there's no reason that anyone should be judging you for it or shaming you for it or making you feel guilty about it because it is normal. Whatever your choice is, it's normal. There are other people out there who make the same choice. And again, I just want to stress that this is a place where I want to be able to talk about sex in a sex positive way. So I don't want people listening to this to be like, oh, that's weird, or I'm going to tell people that this isn't normal, or whatever. I want this podcast to be a place where sex is normalized and less taboo, because we still don't have that in a lot of places in our lives, including our friend groups, our families, our partners, partners even. So if this can be a place where you can ask your questions and I can talk about sex and I can ask my questions, that's all I want. That's what I want this podcast to be, a truly sex positive place. So another important part of what it means to be sex positive is knowing that consent is a fundamental part of sex positivity and sex in general. Recognizing that bodily autonomy is the most important part. That's knowing that you decide what you want to do. No one else can judge you, can force you to, can convince you to do something that you don't want to do. We'll have an entire episode devoted to consent and all the complicated details of when it comes to drugs alcohol and that sort of stuff, but generally it's pretty easy to say that consent means yes. If someone is saying yes enthusiastically and consistently, that is consent. It has to be enthusiastic and consistent. I heard someone say that if it isn't a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Take that for what you will. Yeah, so bodily autonomy just means you can do whatever you want. If you want to have 20 partners in one night, that's sick. Sick in a good way. Like, you know, that's sick, bro. And if you don't want to fuck at all, that's also sick. That's cool. It's your body and it's your choice. And who am I to say what's good and what's bad, what's right or what's wrong? And no one else should be saying that either. So that's the whole point. And another important part of sex positive environments is that it's not gender focused because as we should know, gender is a social construct. It is not about the parts. We talked about this last week. It's not about the parts. Being sex positive also means being gender inclusive to whatever someone wants to identify as. It's their choice. You aren't there to judge them. You aren't there to decide what's right or what's wrong. Whatever someone identifies as, that's what they identify as. Who are you to tell them that that's not the way they feel? Because it is. So keep your mouth shut. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And another big part of being sex positive is fighting rape culture. So again, this is just emphasizing consent and autonomy and encouraging people to talk about sex openly. We want to talk about sex more openly because it helps prevent people from feeling shameful or secretive about what they want and what they don't want. You know, rape culture is really prominent on a lot of college campuses because I'm in college, so I'm well aware of that, sadly. And rape culture is perpetuated by people who think that just because you have to convince someone to have sex, that that means consent, and that's not the case. That's not what consent is. No one has a right to your body except for yourself, and I think a lot of people lack that understanding that other people's bodies are not for them. My body is my choice, and that goes for anything related to sex or abortion or medical decisions. My body 
my choice. And a lot of people who are involved in rape culture and are participating in this don't understand that. Again, another reason to talk about sex is to emphasize that you have control over your body. We want to talk about the opposite of slut shaming. We don't want to walk around and say, oh, she has so much sex or he has so much sex. They're such a slut. What's the point in that? Like, what does that do for anyone? Doesn't do anything. Like, what are you saying? Is that not cool to have sex? Is it not cool not to have sex? You know, like, what is cool? That makes no sense at all. So why even judge that? Like you, you don't need to have an opinion, good or bad. You don't need to have an opinion about what someone else chooses to do. I feel like this podcast, this episode, is just turning into me yelling about <laughs> opinions. Anyway, oh, and another important part about being sex positive, also being body positive. Ugly people have sex too, and that's coming from an ugly person. Okay. So another important part is being body positive, supporting everyone, no matter what they look like, what their choices are. As long as it's not hurting themselves or anyone else, that's fine. It's great. It's cool. So as a wrap-up, being sex positive, it can mean whatever you want it to mean, but in general, it means not judging what other people do and feeling comfortable enough in yourself to not judge other people about sex or gender or their bodies and what they choose to do with it. Took me a long time to become sex positive. I don't even think that I spoke the word sex until I was 17. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was it. It was just weird to me. I didn't understand it. I didn't know the purpose of it. It was kind of gross and just not for me. I didn't, I, I wasn't interested. I didn't care. Even if I did care, I didn't want to talk about it. It felt dirty and it felt gross and shameful and something that, that I wasn't supposed to be doing. So I couldn't even talk about it if I wasn't supposed to be doing it. And it's, it was really hard to unlearn the sex negativity that I learned in school because I was raised Catholic and I went to a high school where they taught basically fear-based sex ed and for me I basically learned that sex is dirty and it's shameful and it's not supposed to be fun. Sex is for babies and if you don't want a baby then sex is bad. That's basically what I learned. And then in class, in health class, they would show us pictures of genitals with STDs. So like blisters on vulvas or penises and rashes and like those terrible, terrible pictures that they would have a big slideshow of being like, this is what untreated chlamydia is. And I'm just like, okay, gross. They showed those to deter you from having sex. And then they were like, okay, yeah, here, here, by the way, it's a condom, but like sometimes they don't even work. So how is that supposed to help me? Just because you you try to trick people into not having sex doesn't mean they're not going to have sex. That's not how it works. So I didn't understand the point of that. And now, like, I'm actively trying to fight against that because it it doesn't do anything. Like, yeah, people, of course people should be aware of STDs, but you don't need to show them the nasty-ass pictures, blisters everywhere. Like, what's the point? There is none. Just say, hey, this can happen. Here's the way to be safe. If it does happen, here's what you can do. You can go to the doctor. You can get tested. You can treat it. It's not the end of your life if you get an STD or an STI. By making it something like that, it makes you even scareder to buy like condoms. Like when I bought my first pack of condoms, I made my friend buy it for me. I was too afraid to check out and have someone see that this is what I was buying. But you should be proud to go out and buy condoms. You're being safe. That's what I learned about sex. And it, to be honest, like, it took me so long to unlearn that. And the weirdest thing is, I was talking to my friend about this, like, a couple months ago, but I really didn't know that sex was supposed to be fun for me until I was, like, 18 or 19. I thought sex was just for a male's pleasure. Like, they put it in, they take it out, they put it back in, and they have some fun. Like, I didn't know that 
that I was supposed to enjoy it as well. And I know that sounds crazy. Like that really sounds crazy to me when I say it, but it's really how I felt. I didn't know that sex was supposed to be enjoyable for me. I felt like I was just basically a living fleshlight. That's what I thought of myself as. Now I know that's not, that's not the case and sex is supposed to be fun and pleasurable and enjoyable for all the parties involved. It's really important to communicate what makes it fun for you to your partner or partners. It's hard to be sex positive when that's what you think as you grow up. And I've learned to be sex positive pretty quickly just because it's something that I'm passionate, I've become passionate about over the past year or two. And I've really found my place that this is what I want to do. I want to teach people about sex and women and men and everything in between and talk about in a way that's not weird and doesn't show you blisters all over a vagina on a PowerPoint slide. That's not what I want to do. But yeah, I fell into being sex positive pretty quickly. Now I've kind of figured out that for me, being sex positive means that sex can be whatever you want it to be. And it doesn't even have to be a part of your life if you don't want it to be. That's totally fine. And it's totally fine to have lots of sex. It's totally fine to do anything in between and to have sex with whoever you want, however you want. It's all, it's all normal. Like it really, really is. Like I said, and I will say a thousand more times, sex is just a part of life. It is a normal part of life and it shouldn't be weird to talk about it. It shouldn't be weird to say the word sex. It shouldn't feel dirty and it shouldn't feel shameful because it's not. If you take anything away from this podcast, that's what I want it to be because that is the most important message that helped me grow and I hope it can help you grow into being less judgmental about what other people think and how other people choose to live their lives. So I gathered a few tips on how to become more sex positive if you want to become more sex positive. So for starters, it would be to learn more about sex. Just learn about it, not in a sexual way. And by learning, I don't mean watching the free videos on the Pornhub's homepage. Learn about it in a non-sexual way. Listen to some podcasts, read some books, watch some TV shows. Just learn about sex as a part of life, not as a taboo topic that needs to be done in private. That's not a good way to learn about it. And that's, I know that's how a lot of us learned about sex to start. You know, we accidentally ended up on like Wattpad fanfic or we found weird, not weird, but Tumblr accounts. Just learn about it as a normal thing that you're going to learn about. Like if you're, but like if you're going to learn about the physics, for example, you would watch videos and you would read books. Do the same thing for sex. Watch videos, read books, listen to podcasts. One podcast that I really like that's super inclusive and interesting and informative and really, really funny is How Come with Remy Casimir. Super funny. The first episode or first season follows her journey to achieving her very first orgasm. In general, her journey to being more sex positive. The first season, she's a little less sex positive, but I think it's a good introduction to how you can become more sex positive. And now she's like the most sex positive person I've ever heard speak. I really recommend that podcast, How Come? And then if you want to read a book, that's more your speed. She Comes First is really good. And then if you wanted to watch like a TV show, Sex Education on Netflix is pretty relatable maybe is the word and it's more like relaxed and chill about talking about different topics related to sex. So if you have Netflix, 
that's an awesome thing to watch. I really enjoyed it. Okay, another way you can be more sex positive is if you watch porn, try to find porn that is less male dominated and less aggressive because a lot of porn is really aggressive towards women especially and it's really male pleasure focused and it doesn't include the communication part. That's really an important part of sex. So it doesn't give a great idea of what real sex is like and what real sex should be because really great sex starts with a conversation about what you and your partner or partners want, what's okay, what's not okay. It's like all that is really important and Pornhub doesn't show you that. Like free video sites don't show that. It's just like two minutes of rough sex and that's usually not life. It can be if that's what you want. It's not a great introduction if you're trying to be more sex positive. One porn site that I've heard of that's run by women, it has free videos, and it's much more like realistic and less aggressive and shows communication between partners is Balesa, spelled B-E-L-L-E-S-A. It's pretty aesthetically pleasing too if you vibe with that. So definitely recommend to watch less aggressive male-centered porn. It's not, it's not good. Another way you can be sex positive is by figuring out yourself first, figuring out what you like. It's kind of hard to not judge other people if you're still judging yourself. So if you have certain things that you like that you don't know are normal, put normal in quotes there, if you don't know if that's normal or you're not quite comfortable with it, you're not going to be comfortable with other people being comfortable with it. So it really starts with yourself. Learn more about you and what you like and what you don't like. Figure out your sexuality and your sexual preferences. And if something isn't your thing, that's that's fine, but it's important to remember that it might be someone else's thing and don't judge it. Another really important part of not just being sex positive, but being overall a good person is to be an ally to people who might not be the same as you. So if someone's, you know, in a group of friends and slut shaming someone or kink shaming someone or judging someone's sexuality or gender identity or making someone for being a virgin or for having too much sex, call them out. And if that's you, think about why you're saying that. Why do you think that you should be saying that? And does their choices impact your life? No, it really doesn't. Maybe think, hey, do I really need to be saying this? The answer is probably no. If you're calling someone out for saying those things, just say, hey, maybe don't say that. It's not really your place. Who are you to judge? Finally, I just want to say that talking about sex doesn't have to be super serious all the time. You can be at lunch or on a walk and just have a little chat about your sex life or someone else's sex life or sex in general and things you heard about and not quite sure about or things you have questions about. Just chit chat with friends, with partners, with family even, if you're comfortable with that. Be open to talking about it and it can really help you learn how to communicate your desires, especially with partners, way more clearly and openly rather than when you're in a sexual situation or a sexual experience. It can be hard to communicate what you really want and what you don't want. So maybe take some time outside of sexual situations to talk about sex with your partner and partners. So to wrap up, I'm just going to say that being sex positive isn't a test that you ace and you're good to go for the rest of your life. It's a process, it's lifelong, and there's always more to learn. I'm learning every day about myself and others and how different people like to talk about sex. And some people don't like to talk about sex. And that's okay too, because you need to be comfortable with what other people are comfortable with. So if I'm with my grandma, I know that she's really, really not comfortable talking about sex. So I'm probably not going to bring it up. I don't want to make her uncomfortable by talking about it. We 
we want to encourage an open conversation, not force sex on people. That is not a good way to do it. But yeah, so if you feel comfortable enough, you know, maybe talk to your friend, talk to your best friend, or write notes that you just have thoughts about. If you're comfortable with your parents, maybe talk to your mom or your dad, or if you're younger and adult that you're comfortable with, it's okay to talk about these things. And if someone tells you that it's not, respect that because that's their choice. Know that it is okay to actually talk about sex. Okay, that's all for this week. Again, I want to encourage you to follow me at VolvaciousPod on Instagram and Twitter and email me at VolvaciousPodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. Again, I'll throw the sources that I have from this week in the description of this week's episode. We'll have another episode next Tuesday. I'm not quite sure what next Tuesday is going to be on. I might bring my mom on for a nice fun show. I'll see you next week. Bye.